1: Hey
0: everybody, Dave Hodges here. Welcome back to our guest segment. Thanks so much for staying with us. As you know, this is the Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And we are brought to you by, in this segment, preparewithdave.com, MPS Food Supply. Storable food, listen... You've seen the projections. You've seen the food inflation. I don't have to convince you. Best quality, $100 off the four-week package. That's the quickest way to build up a stash because you're going to get the $100 off every time you order a four-week. we got people ordering multiples, and I'd recommend you do that. 25-year shelf life. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. And if you have food, you darn well better have water, ladies and gentlemen. And I do mean that water filtration could really come into play in a prolonged crisis. And we have the Alexa Pure Pro water filter. Research is at the site, waterwithdave.com. They'll show you it's the best that's out there. And they're offering for 40% off while supplies last. So that's waterwithdave.com. And the food is preparewithdave.com. Very quickly, reminding the TV show. The Common Sense Show.TV, off and running. And uh, I, I was told by by some people that, hey, we might be setting some records here for sign up. So thank you so much for your support. And if you know someone who likes commercial-free TV, might want to tell them it's one of the best deals around. Only $2.50 a month? That's less than a cup of coffee. The Common Sense Show.TV. Well, we have Dr. Sheriff, and I call him the doctor because he's the doctor of all sheriffs. He really is. He educates sheriffs about the Constitution. And, of course, he has experience because he's been before the Supreme Court. So he is kind of, in my mind, an honorary PhD in how to protect the people using the power of the sheriff. And I'm talking about Richard Mack. And uh, he now lives in the Phoenix area, but originally from Graham County. And uh, he was one of my heroes very early on. I thought, oh, man, someone stood up to those Clintons and they beat them. That was awesome. And now he's here to talk to us about how sheriffs can be our last line and best line of defense against the tyranny that could follow the Democrats stealing this election in November. Sheriff Mack, thanks so much for being with us here on the Common Sense Show. And I can't think of a more timely topic if people have apprehension about losing the election and what will follow.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely correct. And uh, I totally agree with you that people should get their food storage. Um, I've been telling people that for 25, 30 years. Uh, And it's probably never more applicable uh, than right now uh, because I really do not uh, feel comfortable about anything that's approaching the next three months uh, and that includes the election or these or should we call it an election or should we just call it the voter fraud
0: yeah uh, I think you're right on the money, money
1: probably needs to be changed. but And you know what, you, you call me doctor, you've called me that before, but I will tell you honestly, I have felt that I have the equivalent of a Ph.D. Uh, in uh, political science, uh, government, and the Constitution. Uh,
0: that's and, why I said it. Sheriff, <laughs> sure, uh, that's yeah, why I, I said it.
1: <laughs> especially, as you alluded to, especially how it applies to law enforcement and sheriffs. Uh, I've, I've obviously written books about it. Uh, I have an organization, probably the only organization uh, in the entire country uh, that is dedicated to doing just that. Uh, I, and, and my books are a wake-up call. They're uh, extremely educational about how the sheriff and peace officers also, uh, that's why it's called the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, because all of them have taken the same oath. They all have the same obligation. What is unique about the sheriff is he's the only one that's elected and reports directly to the people. And I want to remind everybody right there, you are the sheriff's only supervisor. So yes, you should call him and one, tell him to get to our constitutional law enforcement training for sheriffs and peace officers on September 30th at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. So yes, you should be doing that uh, first thing Monday morning. You probably won't get him over the weekend or her, But uh, your sheriff should be hearing from you uh, by mid-afternoon on uh, Monday because that will only give you about eight days at that point to get them there. And especially anybody in the east, they should be able to drive. You know, they got a 500-mile drive. Well, so get in there, help pay their gas or whatever. Uh, I'll give them a free hotel room. It's already taken care of. But let me tell you, we have right now it appears that we have over 100 sheriffs from across the country attending and uh, we'll take a hundred more so everybody get busy get your sheriff there it's the most crucial important vital meeting that we've had in america since the constitutional convention of 1787 and i'm not kidding
0: no i think you're absolutely right uh, in fact I've, I've felt that too this is either going to be the total collapse of america or a rebirth like a Second Founding Fathers movement.
1: Yeah, and those Second Founding Fathers will be at Liberty University on September
0: 30th. And you're talking about the, the good sheriffs? Correct. Yeah, well, okay, here, here's my concern, and I'll just lay out a few scenarios for you. Um, Kamala Harris has made it real clear she's in charge, and I remember she <laughs> said two days after she was nominated for the vice president uh, position, she said... Uh, I'll give Congress 100 days, and if they don't get their act together with taking guns, I'll just start issuing executive orders. Can you speak to that?
1: Yeah. uh, First of all, (laughs) she's really uh, showing her hand uh, way too often and way too powerfully that she thinks she's going to be running uh, the federal government. Uh, The vice president has no power uh, to do any of that. And quite frankly... Uh, she being a lawyer should know that the president doesn't have the power to do that uh, but uh, nothing worse than a lawyer who subverts the constitution and uh, that's what she's done her entire career and so uh, she scares me uh, she's she's almost as power hungry as Hillary Clinton and, and she could be more it looks like she's uh, loving this so much, she loves it so much that she doesn't even care that she's Uh, now teaming up with uh, a guy who she believed committed rape. And she said so publicly. But here again, the Democrats get away with everything. And the media has not called her on that. Uh, Well, except Fox News and then one other lady who didn't like Kamala Harris. She probably, you know, who knows why. But uh, anyway, uh, here again, national media uh, stroking her uh, and Biden. And putting them in there because of this uh, hate Trump uh, syndrome, and it's just astonishing. <clears throat> and that's why, ultimately, I believe Trump cannot win this election.
0: Yeah, I know you feel that way. Uh, I
1: pray that he does. I mean, yeah. believe me, I, I've donated to his campaign. I pray for him every day. But uh, And I pray that the uh, works of evil that are going on in our country right now will fail. But I, don't, I just don't believe there's any way that they're going to allow this to occur. And they will uh, murder, rape, and plunder, and pillage, and do anything they have to to make sure that won't happen. And they've already started it, and there's nothing that anybody can do about it. And these mail-in ballots have already been stuffed to the millions and uh, as if they need it anymore, but they already have. The illegal alien population to the tune of about 25 million and about half of those people are registered to vote. I just don't see there's any way that it can happen this time. And, and again, I pray to God I'm wrong.
0: Will the people have the wherewithal to stand up to these fraudulent results or will they continue to acquiesce like they are to the lockdowns?
1: I, I, think, I think the social engineering on the mask and the lockdown has pretty much shown that people will do anything government tells them. And and even though the Declaration of Independence makes it clear that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, in other words, the ends of life, liberty, and property, uh, or the pursuit of happiness, that it is our duty and our right to throw off such government and establish new government. Uh, I just don't believe any of us really get that. We want we want to be taken care of. Uh, we've been brainwashed that government is here to take care of us. And so I, I just think that they have learned through this, well, if we can get everybody to wear a mask and shut their businesses down, we can get them to do anything. And I think they already know that they have the, the power play in hand. They've got the statistical analysis of the social engineering in hand. And I think the American people have done exactly the opposite of what Jefferson warned us about. He said uh, an educated population is the best form of defense of liberty. And uh, and ignorant people cannot ever be free. And uh, we have failed at both of those.
0: And miserably with the uh, bringing back of schools by virtual. Um, Yeah. yeah, and, And you look at the curriculum manifestations in California where they're teaching six-year-olds about masturbation. <clears throat> um, I don't know why anyone in God's green earth would ever have their kid in a California school, particularly in the L.A. Basin.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, BLM uh, is a huge part now of the curriculum, whether that's actually in the book or the teachers are just doing it. Uh, uh, it's, it's part of it. And, and to see their website and to see what they promote how anti-American and anti-family they are. Why yeah. they need to go and attack the family on their website, I'll never know, but they did, and it's still there. And uh, BLM, the violence they promote, and there's supposedly a an organization supporting uh, black people, but they, they really support the looting and burning of uh, uh, black-owned businesses. Uh, and they've even killed some black people uh, during this process. And then they say black lives matter. I think it's a, it's a farce. It has nothing to do with black lives mattering. It has nothing to do with George Floyd or any of the other shootings. Uh, and certainly a woman of color who's a deputy sheriff. and I, I don't know if she's black or she's dark brown or she's a, a mixture, but she's definitely a woman of color. A true hero. Uh, an, uh, to me, this is what an American peace officer is all about. Uh, gets shot in the jaw. She looks like she's bleeding to death. And she hurries and takes care of her partner and puts a tourniquet on his arm. Uh, and this is the type of heroes that Black Lives Matter wants to kill and and destroy. And uh, what they're destroying in America today is everything that we've held dear in Uh, American values and American ideals uh, individual liberty and it's astonishing that these people can go out there and shoot those two people and why every black in NAACP and every black person in this country hasn't stood up in righteous indignation when Black Lives Matter people block the emergency uh, entrance at the hospital for these two brave deputies that got uh, uh, shot at and, uh, and and in uh, and all intents and purposes, were assassinated, but they didn't die. And, and yet none of these NAACPs or other black organizations stand up and say, you know what, we still know the difference between right and wrong and shameful, pathetic uh, activity and behavior by people who say they support black lives And justice? Is BLM trying to say they support justice? And they do something so heinous and evil and diabolic as to stand in the way of uh, the ambulance trying to get into the emergency room at the hospital when these two brave people were there. I think those people, anybody blocking that should have been charged with attempted murder.
0: Yeah, I I agree. But I'm going to say this about Black withdave.com that's waterwithdave.com save eighty dollars for a short time. People who I've talked to in general, overwhelmingly in general, they they well some of them told me, hey, I'm not telling people this because I don't want to be the subject of harassment, but I'm not voting for Biden. I'm voting for Trump. I mean this is what I hear a lot and but but here here here's the deal. They condemn what's going on but they feel constrained and fearful of consequences coming back their way. Should they become public with with their true feelings?
1: Yeah, and but but still, NAACP, they should they still should be coming out and saying we're asking. You I would to
0: agree. I would agree. We
1: believe we believe uh, in what Martin Luther King stood for, and he would have never supported this kind of violence. If you honor his memory. If you honor what he stood for, then let's all uh, stop the violence. We're with you on the civil disobedience. I'll go with them on a civil disobedience.
0: by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347.
1: Civil disobedience. I'm not sure of what they're actually going for, but if they went for the right thing, I'd go with them. Because I'm, I'm sick and tired of government. I'm sick and tired of the cops uh, not being properly trained and, and especially leadership in law enforcement uh, not addressing... Uh, proper training for all of our peace officers in this country. It looks like I'm the only one really doing that also. Uh, But it's impossible. It's impossible to understand your role as a peace officer when you don't even know the first thing about why you take an oath of allegiance to the Constitution, why you've never been trained in that oath, and what the role is of law enforcement in protecting liberty in this country of course you're going to make huge mistakes when you don't even know what government is for and you don't know what your part in that is Uh, and so yeah uh, that's what we will cover uh september 30th in Lynchburg, virginia but I, i i just don't get this where we're not all appalled at all injustice and the cspa is against all injustice for all americans and all people uh, who live within the borders of the United States. It,
0: it's, you just said so much right there. It's even hard to know where to jump in with this. But <laughs> the, one, the one thing that I, I would say uh, that really, really grabs me is the notion that law enforcement in many cases is complicit with enforcing unconstitutional lockdowns uh, c- of course. Uh, conducting no knock raids that are done recklessly, going to the wrong address. Yeah. And that speaks to your training comment here or the organizational comment of the leadership. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you're right. And you're right about another thing, too. Martin Luther King would not condone this, but also, too, uh, the way it's been explained to me is Black Lives Matters thinks that Martin Luther King is complicit and condoned white privilege.
1: Oh, well, I haven't seen. I haven't seen that, but it. Oh, well, I've
0: heard that. Strange. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard people say that in the media.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, I mean they, well, they He I didn't go far enough. Stokely I Carmichael was the way to go. That, this is that was the reference that I heard.
1: oh Okay. Well, maybe they're more of Louis Farrakhan type, you know. Of, Very much so. Much more violent and and hateful and 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 I just I totally believe what Martin Luther King said that hate will never drive out hate. And this hate that's going on uh, is, is destroying our country and leaving us in ashes uh, with really no solution in sight. And I, I pray that uh, the sheriffs of this country uh, will see that it is really incumbent upon them to provide their people with peace, safety, refuge, and liberty. And I and I hope that that's another thing we accomplish on September 30th. One, you know, I know the first thing you're thinking there is maybe you guys should be meeting two or three days or for an entire week because it might take that long. But I believe the seed can be more than just planted. I think we can really get the plant growing at that meeting and then have these sheriffs and peace officers and public officials get back to their states and counties and let it all grow and flourish to the extent that people really do have a place to turn.
0: Well, let, really let's hope, hope they not. do. I, I don't know. Do you know what's going on up in Kingman? Have you heard about this?
1: Uh, yeah. What, what, let's see. The the mayor there that's a dictator.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You got. I, I've been uh, working with the opposition group, because I have my own fair experience with them. Uh, <laughs> Let's say rebelling against uh, authority, illegitimate authority, and um, yeah, Mayor Mad Dog Jen Miles uh, is what they're calling her, and and these people went from being a uh, a, a blase town council, and I'm going to blend this back to the sheriff here in a minute, but they've been they were blase, laissez faire, they didn't really care, um, and people kind of just did what they wanted in Kingman. The lockdown didn't really affect their lives, and then all of a sudden. I think it was a five to two vote, and and these people, two of the council members, came out and just blasted the leader Bridget Langston. But for like forty minutes, forty minute diatribes from two of them, and and they just went on and on and on about how evil she is, sociopathic, and that these people are evil that support her, and they're putting lives in jeopardy. And they went from like zero to sixty in two seconds with their with their flip flop and and uh, now they have some of the most stringent requirements in the state of Arizona and I, I'm just wondering what would you advise this group to do in the face of this tyranny
1: well uh, I, w- I would definitely be looking at uh, the same thing that lady did to the city council uh, subpoena them, uh, summons them issue summons or subpoena uh, and putting them on notice. Uh, I would definitely try that. That lady that did that was so courageous. She did it to, what was it, the, uh, I don't think it was San Diego City Council. I thought it was near there. Uh, But I would definitely be asking for a criminal investigation. I would be contacting the sheriff, Sheriff Schuster, uh, I believe is that sheriff. Yes, he is and asking him for a criminal investigation on the city council because he w- he could conduct an independent investigation because the the police department Kingman PD is not going to do it they're they're controlled by that council uh, or they could call or uh, your group could ask for a uh, FBI investigation uh, the courts are already and the Pennsylvania uh, district judge William Stickman just, said that there can be no exceptions to the Constitution for the coronavirus or anything else
0: yes I saw that
1: so that's gonna that's gonna grow that and and obviously that does not cover Arizona it covers the district in uh, the state uh, where it occurred and that was Pennsylvania so because uh, I know about district courts uh, people thought when I won at the district court that that you know that changed everything nationally well, it doesn't, but you need to look at the trends on that and see, because even the Michigan Supreme Court did the same thing in the Carl Mankey Barber case, uh, and they said that uh, you, you can't do that. And, and so uh, I know we've lost some in court, too, right here in Arizona, that they kind of still said that, yes, uh, Governor Ducey can do these sort of things. Uh, the city council of, uh, uh, of Kingman has gone too far, and I think it's high time that, that we all understood uh, and be intelligent enough to know when we've gone too far uh, and this happened.
0: yeah when you say criminal investigation, like call the sheriff and, and ask for that, yeah. um, are you talking about uh, improper inducements that made them totally and radically change their attitude towards the public?
1: Yeah, uh, there has to be some... That's a very telltale, a uh, very telling sign that uh, there there could have been some uh, hanky-panky on that. Yeah. Uh, because you don't flip-flop that quick and that far uh, unless something's up, that they've been threatened or paid off or promised something, uh, or, or like Biden, you know, promising their kids jobs. You know? <laughs> so... Uh, I, I just really uh, think that that is probable cause for an investigation. And if somebody like the sheriff would call uh, the FBI and said, hey, we want to we ask you for a, uh, to investigate this local corruption, uh, and we really would like it done right away, uh, this has gone too far. And if the sheriff asks for it, uh, I think the likelihood is that he'll get it. Or the sheriff could ask another agency in the state. Uh, to investigate it too.
0: Yeah. Good luck so, with that. With Ducey as the governor, though.
1: Well, that and that's the next thing I was going to say, which probably be difficult because of Ducey. Yeah. Uh, but but the sheriffs wield a great deal of power in this state, uh, and some sheriffs that are Republican, same as Ducey, have gone against him, and Schuster is one of them. Uh, and so maybe Schuster will have the guts to do it. Um, just between you and me. Uh, schuster's pretty good but i don't look at him being a he's not a sheriff mac he's not a and you've got a great sheriff that's going to be in office in yavapai county starting january 1st uh, the new sheriff there uh, is really really a good man his name's dave rhodes uh, it's too bad that king was not in that county because i think he would do it automatically but but Schuster has come out and said he would support the Constitution. Said he would not enforce a lot of these uh, COVID-19 rules and mandates and uh, executive orders. So all you got to do is ask him to to call for an independent investigation. Yeah, yeah. That's all he has to do, and then he's out of it.
0: This is so instructive for our national audience too, because what applies here in Arizona to the sheriff applies nationally, and you're right on the money. Now, one of the things I did advise, and and I think this has applicability nationally too, I did advise the the leadership of the citizen group to uh, launch a Freedom Information Act against the campaign finances of every of uh, one of these council members that voted against. Well, that's
1: him. a great idea. Yeah, yeah, I'd do it for you absolutely
0: but but we're learning too about their business interests and, and this is probably a good question for me to ask you on this because I don't know what to do on this uh, their business interests I can't say that's led them to influence their vote but I'll say what I've learned about it the potential is certainly there
1: yeah and uh, you know they need to be uh, very transparent they need to be uh, according to the rule of law uh, they should answer to a higher standard and one of the sheriffs that we're going to have speak to us, uh, Pamela Elliott, who's uh, on the front of my book, Are You a David? Uh, just to show the contrast of Are You a David? And then there's this uh, cute little sheriff from, uh, and she is small. <laughs> she's very small. But boy, she I wouldn't mess with her. Uh, she's tough. Well, she's the only sheriff I've seen in the past 10 years that has actually arrested local officials for public corruption. She arrested them. And if we can get that message out, like we're trying to, that's what she's going to talk about. And again, folks, September 30th, Wednesday, is a big day. Now, now, Dave, I got to make a, I got to make a plea to your audience here.
0: Okay, let's do it.
1: I, uh, I have put all this entire conference on my personal credit card. I have paid for the breakfast, for the lunch, for the airfare of eight different. Uh, sheriffs to attend who couldn't otherwise attend they really wanted to come they said i don't have the budget to come can't afford it personally my departmental budget doesn't have it i can't go ask for it Uh, i I don't know how to get there i said look uh, you just get there i'll pay for it so i have a travel agent uh, out of uh, san antonio it's called corporate travel planners and i just have the sheriffs i said just call them they'll take care of you and I already had, uh, I gave word to corporate travel planner CTP, to, that if any sheriff called to go ahead and put them on my personal credit card, which they have. And then uh, what little staff we have coming, I've paid for their hotels and airfare, and we've paid for lunch. So, so far I'm into this about uh, $26,000, $27,000. And uh, I would really like for everybody to... Help me come up with that. (laughs) Whatever you can donate uh, at CSPOA.org, we really need the backup here. Uh, You know, I've always put my trust in the Lord on all of this. As you know, I don't have a retirement. I've just focused on putting my money back into the CSPOA constitutional sheriff movement. And Dave, that's what I've been called to do. uh, And I took it seriously. When I took the same oath that the founding father said did, we mutually pledged to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. And that's exactly what Washington did. He put a lot of his own money into the Revolutionary War, and uh, his wife even followed him around uh, making clothes for the soldiers, and, and some of the other wives did too, and we need to do the same.
0: ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow dot com backslash hodges use the coupon code hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities mypillow.com backslash hodges coupon code Hodges
1: everybody needs to do what you can today in this holy cause of liberty
0: I know I just but people aren't getting it in big enough numbers that's i I don't mean to sound like a whiny-willy here but but you know we beat our brains out every day and it's the same three to five percent that keeps coming back religiously
1: yeah (laughs) yeah and 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 you know uh as you know i've been trying to get a hold of gary haven so gary if you're listening I really need your help financially and, and really could use the support, brother. Thank
0: you. You know, I've had trouble getting a hold of my friend Gary, too. He's traveling so much. But I'll put that on my to-do list, too, because I do need to talk to him about some other things. So I will definitely try to reach out. I just did that about a week ago. But let me I'm writing myself a note right here, Sheriff. And uh, I'll reach out to to Gary. And then we'll have to, to to bring him into the fold on, on some of these movements. And,
1: and, and you, and you know, You know another thing I wish I was doing. I wish I was coaching basketball with you right now. Uh. And I, I do. I really do.
0: I know. I Correct. hear you. Uh,
1: and, and I just don't have the time to commit to it. I, I really wish, I tell you what, I wish I could just quit teaching school, coach basketball with you, and then do the CSPA full time.
0: Yeah, that would and be, uh, we, we, we'd have a lot of fun. But unfortunately, right now, we got a country to save. yeah (laughs) and so let's let's project ahead i don't want to buy trouble but i'm going to buy trouble this one time um the election is stolen as you're predicting and i think you have a good chance of being correct and i wish i wasn't saying that but i think you're correct and the democrats take over harris is clearly in charge and and it's funny how you compared her to hillary because i have said she's a combination of ocasio cortez and hillary clinton that's how i see her she's the mix and And she's so despotic during the primary, she had more money than anybody else by far, but she couldn't get above seven per cent of of the vote in her own primary and because she was so despicable, so they had to withdraw her and hide her and then bring her back and She didn't learn anything in her absence. I mean she's probably more confrontive now than she's ever been, but she's in charge, okay, so in our scenario, she's in charge. Can you walk us through what you expect to have happen? after the democrats take over and and what it means for us and where the sheriff the role of the sheriff can come in
1: well what i see happening is that uh, within the next two years she will be president of the united states uh everyone knows democrats all the citizens the media the pundits everybody knows that biden uh is seriously on his way out if you he he, my father-in-law just died of parkinson's he walks and acts like my father-in-law did at the beginning stages of parkinson's Uh, and so uh, i i don't think there's any question that uh, his mental capacity uh, will be greatly diminished within the next two years and kamala harris will be president harris Uh, who she picks as her vice president will be another huge problem Uh, but uh, regardless Uh, She will be the socialistic-communistic takeover of Washington, D.C. If, And I don't believe that President Trump's going to be able to replace uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who, by the way, voted against my Supreme Court case. Uh, So uh, I've always uh, got to know her ever since then, and uh, she's uh, probably a decent person, but uh, she is absolutely a socialist leftist progressive to the tenth power uh, and uh, uh, I also believe that one thing about Ruth Bader Ginsburg is that she even used her death politically
0: yeah I saw that because
1: she should have she knows and everybody else knows she should have left about, at least six months ago but she wasn't going to leave to allow President Trump and and so even towards the very end when she was really sick she still wouldn't resign. So that she could make sure Trump could not pick her replacement, and and that's that's the truth. She did. She used her death politically. And
0: Sheriff, she when when you say that uh, you don't believe Trump's going to be able to replace her, uh, is it because of Republican um, defectors such as Mitt yes, Romney?
1: it'll it'll be Murkowski and Collins. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Collins do. Collins will do whatever will help her get better in the polls because she's on her way out. So she might not mind. She might want to show that she's a little bit stronger behind Republicans than what she normally is. But uh, Mitt Romney, uh, I, and I'm telling you, I, I, I've had people ask me in Utah to move up there and run against him. I'm telling you, I would love to run against that lion sack of crap. He is <laughs> an evil liar. Yeah. And he is the biggest farce and fraud uh, that has ever been. And that the people of Utah uh, haven't seen through him yet. I'm surprised he's not being recalled 10 times over. But, yeah, I think, I think the Republicans, the never Trumper republicans uh, and the, the pro-Democrat, pro-abortion Democrats or Republicans will uh, block him uh, from doing it.
0: Yeah, I think you're probably right, and you're, you're so correct about Mitt Romney. Mr. Burisma, Ukraine, corruption, and
1: yeah, I mean... But, as far as, but uh, as far as the bad stuff that's going to be happening, the sheriffs are going to be our only hope. They're going to be our, our only refuge. They're going to be the only solution. There will be no solution in Washington, D.C., and in fact, Washington's just going to be more corrupt, and the swamp is going to grow exponentially to the 10th power. And so uh, uh, state capitals are going to be harder to go against. So it's only going to be in our counties where we're going to have a chance for liberty. And then my other uh, peaceful solution is, Dave, I'm telling you this absolutely without question, the patriots of this country, the people who believe in our Constitution, have got to live next to each other. We have got to live in the same communities. We've got to move to the same place and take them over politically we've got to have constitutional counties where we all agree to go move and we could pick maybe four or five i'm thinking three probably most realistically but there are some good places to live we need to determine where they are and we have got to move to those places
0: kind of what they yeah kind of what they're doing in places in south africa where whites are hunted you know the white farmers, particularly, as they have isolated in some of their communities.
1: Yep, and, and it's extremely uh, similar. And uh, people say, "Well, well, they'll attack us there." Well, what do you want? Who do you want backing you up if that attack ever happens? The, the neighbors you don't know and don't believe like you, and don't and don't like guns, or like-minded people who live in the same place who just want to be left alone, and sheriffs standing to protect us in doing so i don't see any other solution uh, the way this is looking and i hate to uh, look all doom and gloom but i'm just looking realistically here Uh, what's coming in the next three months is going to be really telltale and uh, you don't want to wait till it happens you want you want to prepare now with just as you said at the beginning food storage and water and you better be able to have that. And you should have a little gold and silver on hand. I have silver because I'm not rich enough to own gold, but um, you should have some silver. You should have some cash. Uh, and this coin shortage, uh, you should have some coins. Uh, but uh, this this farce known as a coin shortage going on, that's another one, that's a real good one. Yeah, what a farce. And, and folks, the, the, the coronavirus r- uh, mandates and the shutdown, and the mask, and all of that, that should be uh, prompting you enough, and enough motivation for you to know that something worse is coming. Well, what could be worse? I'm not gonna, I don't, Dave and I don't know. That's all just speculation. But we both have said today, and we both believe it's gonna be bad. And so be prepared is the best thing I can tell all of you. And the next best thing I can tell all of you and everybody is have a constitutional sheriff.
0: Is there any way we get out of this without a uh, civil war, sheriff?
1: If the sheriffs stand, I believe the sheriffs can stop the uh, violence. Uh, if the sheriffs will do it, uh, we can avoid the violence. Uh, but we're going to need we're going to need the sheriffs very strong, and a lot of them, at least a thousand. Now, there's three thousand sheriffs, and we need at least a thousand of them doing this. And and if we do, I think we can avoid the violence. Otherwise, if we stay status quo, there's it's unavoidable.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. Uh, do you, okay, let's project ahead a year, just arbitrarily a year. Okay. Um, and and uh, Kamala Harris is starting her reign of terror and a purge, and like what Bolsheviks do. Um, where will the military go, in your opinion?
1: To confiscate guns.
0: So you don't think they can be counted on to stand up for the people?
1: No, even in past surveys, um, only uh, 25% uh, said that they would not go along with something like that. So let's say say it's 50-50. They'll still get 50% of the military to just do what they're told. How many sheriffs have just done what they're told? How many chiefs of police and peace officers in this country have enforced these ridiculous executive orders on the COVID-19. Now, mm-hmm. the like I told you before, the statistical analysis is in, and they know how much uh, they can count on. The military, the National Guard, sheriffs, peace officers, um, they already know. They already know the percentage. And, and I think they're very happy with what they see percentage-wise.
0: I, I used the term purge a moment ago do you think that's too strong of an anticipated action by the left?
1: No, I don't. I, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily uh, mean that it's all going to be violent and uh, like it has been. I believe, though, uh, that the election is going to prompt uh, a lot of a lot more violence. If Trump wins, what do you think these uh, anti-Trump people are going to do then? I mean, uh, yeah.
0: Endless so, terrorism is what I would project.
1: Exactly, exactly. They've already started these fires. Uh, not all of them, but they've started some of them. Uh, and you know, what if they, what if they duplicate that to the tenth power? What if they start going after uh, the elect uh, electricity power plants and and the grid? Those are not protected at all. They could shut down those so easily. Uh, And uh, I mean, I've driven by some of these uh, major uh, power plants. There's nothing protecting. I said, I told my wife and kids, "Look at that. They're not being. They're not. Oh, that. Oh, they have a chain link fence. Oh, that's good. No, it'd be so easy to knock those out. And uh, so, uh, folks, I I hate to sound doom and gloom. I'm a very positive person. I believe in America. I believe that uh, we'll survive this and we'll come back but I also believe that uh, going through hell uh, is, is imminent. Uh, and we'll, we'll make it back, uh, but we've got to be prepared. You've got to be prepared. And, and I'm telling you what the Democrats and the socialists and the communists and the Antifa and the BLM have shown us, that they're willing to do anything. They're willing to murder. They're willing to start fires. They're willing to destroy neighborhoods. Uh, they're willing to destroy America. For whatever cause they have, Democrats are willing to destroy anything and everything just to get, just to win a re- an election, just to get rid of Trump. They're willing to do all that. So, yeah. I
0: don't uh, they're think they're shy. really after Trump. They're after us and our culture, and Trump's just in the way.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that's uh, totally realistic and legitimate, uh, and. They're, they're also mad at Trump for one thing, though, and that is that he was successful. And they're really ticked off at that because he's exposed them for the liars they are. Because of all these years, the Democrats promised uh, minorities to take care of them and to, and to take take care of inner-city crime and, and poverty and all that, and they've never done it. And here Trump comes in. Within the first two years, he has it done. And then, of course, Obama said, tries to take credit for it then. When he never implemented any of it while he was president, so I think they're I think they're legitimately mad at him for that. Uh, they're really uh, taken aback by his success, and it, it has really made them jealous and hateful uh, because he proved what liars they are and how ineffective they are. So of course they had to investigate him criminally and and every everything else that they did to him. But uh, and that's why I really believe that their subterfuge uh, will end his tenure. And quite honestly, the uh, e- the threat that they're putting against us, uh, the extortion, if you will, politically, the political extortion is, if you don't put Obama, in, uh, if you don't put Biden back in uh, the White House, if he's not president, then we're going to really destroy America. And that's really the message they sent us all. And I'll admit, it will remain um, a little bit peace- more peaceful if Biden gets reelected, or gets elected.
0: Uh, yeah, I would agree with that because the the fight is really with these leftist groups, much more so than the rank and file conservative. That's kind right. of acquiesced, like you said earlier in the broadcast, just willing to wear their mask and their symbol of submission. And um, yeah, yeah, but isn't there a point though? Th- this is what I I, I see. Little glimmers of hope, little glimmers of resistance, like this group yeah. in kingman and and what I'm wondering, won't there reach a point though for these people in our country where enough of them will say enough's enough, and that will actually start a resistance movement that's serious?
1: Well, I thought that I thought the mass and the shutdown would be that, and it hasn't I mean most people now, I think what maybe fifty fifty would still uh, would not allow another shutdown, but it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, you know, and so, I mean, they're, they're already doing uh, more shutdowns in some places, like Hawaii. Hawaii is totally shut back down. Uh, and how many businesses are shut down for good? I want Governor Ducey to count the businesses that have been shut down for good. And, and take credit for it. You know, yeah, come out and show us how great that is, and wonderful, how many businesses have been shut down, and these other businesses that are at twenty-five percent capacity, they're going to be hit the same way, and there's not enough money in this country to uh, reimburse those people or to give them uh, checks from the federal government to try to make it. I mean, good grief! They're arguing right now about doing another twelve hundred dollar check. What will we do with all of that money? <laughs> you know, and, and so it's not it. it their whole message is ridiculously stupid. It's not working. It's not going to work. And and Nancy Pelosi could fi- throw five trillion dollars of money that we don't have, uh, and and that that also just shows the irresponsibility of these people. Uh, and it's not going to work. And so, yes, I think that there's a point where people are saying enough is enough. But that group that you're worth with in uh, Kingman. I mean, it's not enough. It's not enough people. I think a a one-percenter group, yes, can have tremendous success, especially if you can get that investigation going. Um, But, yeah, uh, these people do whatever they want, and they get away with it most of the time. Yeah, I agree. We need more sheriff aliens to arrest people for uh, corruption. Uh, Sheriffs in the past and chiefs of police have been reluctant to go after criminal politicians. And we need to change that, and we're definitely going to be talking about that on September 30th. You know, and, I, and I'm going to tell you, if I could add right there, folks. Right. Uh, Dave just said something really, really amazing. He's still optimistic about a lot of this, and and, and I am too in a lot of ways. Uh, but it all, to me, the optimism and, and optimism and hope rest on the shoulders of America's sheriffs, and I would also include the clergy on that the Black Robe Regiment, the pastors of this country could have a huge impact with with constitutional sheriffs in restoring liberty in this country. And that's I am very hopeful of that. And if I wasn't hopeful, uh, believe me, we would not be having this money and I would not be putting a bunch of... We would not be having this meeting on September 30th. I wouldn't be putting all my money in, in it. In fact, uh, the credit card that I've already almost maxed out. I wouldn't be doing that. I believe in America. I believe in the sheriffs, and I believe there's hope. And I believe that the sheriffs and the clergy are our last hope. We better get, get on board. And those two cannot do it alone. But the clergy deal with the, with the people. The sheriffs deal with the people. And if we get the people working in a, a great, powerful threesome with the sheriffs and clergy, yes, we can take America back
0: yeah it it just seems so far off right now and 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 really i think i'm more one of the more optimistic ones and i'm telling you it's really far off um sheriff we need to raise some money so you can continue to do this good work uh let's again tell people how they can help
1: well you can go to org. that's our website and that stands for constitutional sheriffs Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org. It has an address there where you can send a piece of silver. And and this past week, we got uh, somebody who sent a piece of silver, a one ounce silver coin. Somebody sent a a gold coin even. Uh, It was a fourth of an ounce, but man, that's great. That's about, what, $600 right now? Uh, And so uh, a lot of people just are sending whatever they can. A lady the other day sent $6 in the mail. Believe me, the widow's might touches my heart when people send what they can. I know. We ask everybody, just do what you can. Uh, I'm not asking you to max out your credit card like I've almost done here. (laughs) Uh, And I still have some more bills to pay on it for the hotel because I haven't paid that yet. Uh, But folks, let's all do what we can. Follow the founding father's admonition to pledge our lives and fortunes and sacred honor and let's stand for freedom and if if any of us think that that's not going to take some financial sacrifices uh, and fi- financial commitments uh, I can't do this alone and quite frankly I won't do it alone yeah, I can't
0: I, I know, I understand <laughs> I completely get it I want to ask you one more question before we close I, I can actually see under a democratic totalitarian rule in this country where the constitution disappears that constitutional sheriffs are going to have to deputize nearly their entire able-bodied community. Do you see that coming?
1: Oh, yeah, and it's already happening. Uh, I've had sheriffs call me and say, hey, I can do this, right? And I said, of course you can. Uh, Arizona law says the sheriff can deputize anybody he wants to keep the peace in his county. Historically, I mean, if you look at High Noon and the other, you know, Matt Dillon and all the other uh, well he was a marshal but all the other sheriffs on television and movies of course they can do it and uh, it's it's completely legal and it, it also once again shows the power of the people and the power of the sheriff uh, we have absolutely every right and duty to protect our community uh, as a whole and to get behind the sheriff and work with him in doing that absolutely it's true it's lawful it's proper and it's totally American.
0: Yeah, I, I, I hear exactly what you're saying, Sheriff. Uh, let's give out that address one more time before we close. All
1: right, cspoa dot org. C is in Charlie. P is in pa- C- S is in Sam. P is in Paul. O is in Oscar. A is in Adam. cspoa dot org or uh, just call us our landline that i'm using right now 602-268-9268 so 602-268-9268
0: very good well sheriff let's uh, i'll make the plea one more time We need to help this man out, folks, because he may be our last line of defense. The sheriff's may be our last line of defense, and this would be a very worthy investment. Sheriff Mack, uh, you're one of my favorite guys, uh, and I appreciate you so much. Thanks for coming on The Common Sense Show.
1: Thanks for having me, Dave. I really appreciate the work you do.
0: Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? Bit of a nightmare for most people and the holidays are a great time to reflect, especially on those who helped us get through it.